Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. I hope you are doing well. If you can hear the excitement in my voice, that's because we have special guest Connor Newell for today's program. Now, Connor used to work for Gary V. You may have heard of Gary V, the marketing expert. And uh, I've been very blessed by Gary V over the years. And uh, Connor used to work at VaynerMedia, where he learned social media secrets and how the top companies in the world are using social media and the internet to drive traffic, to get better customers, ultimately to earn more money in their businesses. And so Connor's going to share those secrets with us today and really laser focus this into how a lawn care business and a landscaping business can win on the internet on social media, and ultimately help you earn more money. So without further ado, here's my friend, Connor Newell. What's up, Connor? What's up, Paul? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to uh, pick your brain today. Uh, you are you, Your team does uh, video editing for me, and uh, I've learned so much from you. So share a little bit about your story of how you got so passionate about uh, video editing, videos, social media. Yeah, for sure. So uh, my story is, uh, I guess, a little unique, but it's it's kind of fun. Ever since I was a kid, like I've been that video guy, like when all my friends were out, you know, BMX biking or skateboarding or like whatever we were doing when we were kids, I was the one who had the camera in my hand and I was making videos. So started on, you know, Facebook and then YouTube and just kind of carried with me all the way through college. I played college baseball um, this way. And, um, I started making these trick shot videos with my buddy in college and they started kind of popping off and we started connecting with companies and brands to start doing some videos for them. And, um, we ended up, you know, we kind of realized we can make some money with it. So we started a business and that turned into like five years of freelance video work for brands and businesses and stuff like that. Um, started to get a little burnt out with travel and started up, um, an editing agency. So have a team of remote video editors and we help, you know, business owners with their video content short form. Now we're branching into long form. Um, so yeah, video has always just been part of my life and it's been cool now being able to kind of make it my full-time job and help other business owners with their video content as well. And you also had a stint with uh, Gary V. Is that correct? Yeah, for sure. So I can elaborate, I guess, a little bit graduated college. That's when I really took video serious where I was, you know, working for companies and making money with it. The one year after graduating college, there was a job opportunity that came up to work uh, at VaynerMedia's LA office. And I, like probably so many others, was a big Gary V fan. I had been following him for about a year or two at that point. And I saw this job opportunity. And I was like, man, like it's in LA. It's still on the West Coast. You know, I have some friends down there. So I applied for it just thinking like, well, if I don't apply, I definitely won't get it. So I might as well shoot my shot, put my stuff out there. And um, 
yeah, ended up getting hired, moving down there for about a year and basically followed around other business owner, CEOs, athletes, and created like vlog and social media content for them. So worked there for about a year, kind of learned the ins and outs of a big corporate organization. And um, yeah, then branched off to go do my thing full time. But it was definitely an awesome experience. Yeah, that that is fantastic. And just so you guys uh, listening and watching know, I found Connor on TikTok of all places. You were on there just giving tips about social media. And I already had figured out that mastering short form vertical content is the way to go. And and honestly, Connor, I'm so lazy because in 2019, I, I was on TikTok when Gary V was like, you need to be on Musical.ly. You need to be on Musical.ly. So I was making Musical.ly's. Then somehow it turned into TikTok and I'd make a video of just my friend swimming, 9,000 views. That was my first post, 9,000 views. Then I did a video of him running with his dog, my friend, Zach. I was just trying to figure it out. I think it had like 20,000 views. Then my third video was, uh, I think it was like 2.1 million views. And I had 10,000 followers like on my third video and no one was on it. Charlie D'Amelio hadn't even popped off yet. Like that's how this was pre Charlie D'Amelio. Some of y'all don't even know what I'm talking about, but I thought it was so go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, it's, it's crazy, especially how it was back then. It's funny you say that. I literally just made a TikTok about this the other day because me and my buddy, my old business partner, um, in 2020, when COVID hit, like most of our clients at that point in time were, physical therapists, gym, stuff like that's where we were working in kind of the fitness space. So obviously March, 2020, all that shut down. So all of our business is like come to a halt and we're like, well, what do we do? And we're just kind of like messing around and we make a random TikTok one day, pops off, goes viral, like hundreds of thousands of views. We do it again. And we literally like just did TikTok for probably like four or five months. And every video was like either hundreds of thousands of views or millions of views. And now I post one and I struggled to get like 5,000. It's like, it's so different, but man, those were the good old days. Yeah. But I didn't take it serious back then. I thought it was like fake. And my brother was making fun of me. He's like, you're never going to get a girlfriend if you're on TikTok. And I I made a video and literally had like 5 million views. And then I went from 10,000 to 60 something thousand and I was like, I'm not deleting it. This is so cool. And, and but anyway, I like took two years off of it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to waste my life scrolling watching it. And then I was on Instagram Reels and I had about nine thousand followers. And then the same thing started happening. And I would just post. They were horrible. Like in your eyes, they were probably be beyond horrible. All I did was film myself mowing. That was it. Or my friends. One million views. Ten million views. Twelve million views. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is so easy. And now yeah. it's gotten hard again. But but anyway. Now I'm like, okay, I'm going to take it serious, but I feel like those little bursts of um, those windows of opportunity have, have come and gone. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it definitely used to be easy. Like it was like, you just post anything and it's viral. Like doesn't matter what you're posting, but um, you know, it's still possible. It's just a little more difficult. You know, I got a buddy up in Washington who was just building uh, an Airbnb uh, container home thing is insane. It's like five shipping containers all constructed into um, a home out in the woods that he's um, renting for Airbnb. And he has a video background like me, but all of the stuff that he was doing was all on his iPhone. He would just film basically, I would say 80% of them were just time lapses of him working on the house. And then he'd put a trending sound behind it and it just popped off 
his account, I think he got to like 600,000 followers now on his account. Um, so his Airbnb is booked, but, um, yeah, there's definitely still an opportunity because that's still going on. It's just your stuff does have to stand out a little bit now since it is so crowded, but yeah, the opportunity now with short form content is insane what it's doing for people. So it's pretty cool. So guys that are listening, they, you know, they own their own lawn business, landscaping business. They don't have time to post on Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, like the top seven. And I, I'm an avid listener of Gary V. That's like his top seven. Yeah. If guys only can say, you know what, Paul, I, I hear you. I know it's important, but I'm, I can only post on two platforms or three max. What are the top two or three for, for a, a home service, small business owner? And what would your suggestion and strategy be for somebody who does own a lawn care landscaping business wanting to, to maximize this opportunity? Yeah, I, I would say the top three are probably Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook Reels. Um, Instagram, the reason for there is because that is where all the conversions happen you put the link in your bio, everyone knows where to go. Like it's a very transactional platform. Now people are very comfortable buying and purchasing and conversing on that platform. So that's like where you should focus on your conversions. Um, TikTok, obviously huge for, for views still, if you can get in the right demographic and create content that really stands out, definitely focus there. Um, and then Facebook as well. Um, for for views is my camera frozen for you too yeah i don't know what happened there um it, it, it is uh getting a little it was coming in and out and then you froze all right we're we're back so all right you were mentioning Thanks. instagram and then when you mentioned putting something in the bio would that be your the website for a, a, if someone owns a lawn care business yeah either your website or you know really good landing pages where you can capture leads um whether you have like a lead magnet or a free offer or something um every business is different but yeah either your website however you want them to really um get in contact with you for sure that's a great space to have it um and then yeah like i said tiktok still a great place to get a lot of views um and you know you don't have to overcomplicate it. What I tell people who are overthinking the content creation phase is just document what you already do throughout the day. And especially in lawn care, like for me, I run my business from home in my office. Like I sit at my computer most of the day. It's pretty boring. But if you're in lawn care, you're out doing stuff, cleaning yards, mowing grass, like doing all these things that are transforming yards. Just set up your camera in a time lapse mode. Record yourself, you know, mowing the grass or or you know, transforming, um, a landscape and, um, post that on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. And, um, I guarantee you'll see some pretty good traction from that. Yeah. Would you recommend, uh, adding like a trending sound in the background or? Yep. Definitely. Um, for the, for that thing, sound, um, I try to find trending sounds that are around like the 10,000, um, Real mark specifically on Instagram, how many reels have been made with that sound. Um, if something's already had millions of views, then the chance of your video um, getting ranked super high isn't, isn't large. So if you find something that's, you know, starting to trend, but it's only at around 10,000 views, then, you know, you can kind of hop on that wave early and maybe be one of the top videos that 
it suggests. So kind of a little hack there. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, you mentioned Instagram, you mentioned TikTok. What was the third one, Connor? Third one would be Facebook Reels. Um, and to be honest, the only reason I'm saying this is because I've heard Gary say it multiple times is he's saying Instagram Reels are doing great for people. But, you know, a lot of people think Facebook's dead, but, you know, I know that's what my parents scroll half the time. And, you know, if you're looking for homeowners who want people to take care of their lawn, like that's kind of that demographic. So I think that's still a huge opportunity. And with a lot of people thinking Facebook is kind of dead, not a lot of people are posting there. So there's a need for content. So if you're putting content out there, it's going to deliver it to those people. Yeah, totally. So I've already mentioned that the days of posting my friend Zach running with his dog, you know, going viral on TikTok and me just mowing with no rhyme or reason, 12 million views, you know, those were being in the right place at the right time. The whole supply demand, so much demand, not enough supply. And now it's like, okay, you really have to stand out. So walk us through, and I know I've heard you off air teach about hooks and and lighting and, and audio and like get, give somebody who um, might not know, you know, what you know about this, the kind of perfect formula to make the best fighting chance to stand out on short form vertical content. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, you know, with it being more crowded, you definitely have to find a way to stand out and to be a little bit different than everybody else. Um, you can do that through quality of content. You can do that through like, the uh, value of the message that you're sharing, or you could do that through um, like the hook and how you grab someone's attention. Um, you know, a little formula that I kind of like to think about is when you're looking at structuring your video, you know, you should have some sort of hook, which can either be just text on screen or something you say, or some, maybe you have a disaster of a yard and you show that clip first to really grab someone's attention. Then you should have some sort of storyline, which basically takes the viewer from beginning to end to see either what you're talking about or to understand the, the value that you're delivering. And then some actionable takeaway. So something at the end of the video that they can take away um, and either use in their life to improve their life. Maybe it's something funny. Maybe it's something valuable. Maybe it's something just like really satisfying um, that they enjoyed watching. But that's kind of like how I that's how I like to frame it a little bit. It's kind of like hook storyline and then actionable takeaway um, to kind of make your stuff stand out a little bit. That's really good. As a business owner now, cause you were working for Gary V, you know, as an employee, now you're a, you know, the, uh, the owner of, mm -hmm. of your business. What have you learned? Cause so many guys listening to us right now, you know, own their own business. What have you learned in your entrepreneurial journey um, just as a business owner in general. Yeah, I would, uh, I mean, a couple on is just creating systems and processes to make things easy. Um, you know, I saw a tweet the other day from another entrepreneur who's saying, basically, if there's anything in your business that you do that takes more than three steps to accomplish, you should create an SOP. Like you should document that process so that one day when you need to hire someone for that role, you already have that process documented. And you can train them. The other part that goes with that is hiring and training a team. Um, that's been probably the biggest learning curve for me. It's just like managing a team, finding the right people, um, and just you know staying accountable to them, making sure they have everything that they need, 
making sure, you know, things are getting done on time and just everything like that. So I would say like building systems and processes and then hiring and managing a team are probably like the two biggest things that I've learned since, you know, starting and growing my business. Yeah. It's very similar in the lawn industry, finding people, reliable people. It's so difficult because they could go work in the air conditioning and get paid decent money at Costco or Target or wherever. Mm-hmm. And uh, to, you know, convince someone to go out with a weed eater or a lawnmower in the heat all day or in the cold, if it's a winter months, um, it's, it's, it's difficult, but back to the video um, system, I do want, and I, and just full disclosure, guys, I am a customer of Connor. He, he uh, gets my money every month and um, delivers. If you go to my Instagram grid and see like the nice reels, Connor and his team made it. Now, if it's just the, captions app or the just me mowing with a training sound i don't want to make connor's my lack of excellence on those videos was not he didn't make those i you can tell the ones i made you can tell the ones they made but you guys add text overlays with like um these like swooshing sounds and like you're zooming in and out and you're i counted one little video it was a vertical video i counted 32 different Cause I was counting how many times there's different like cuts and like I counted mm-hmm. 32 yeah. in, in one short form video. And, um, so anyway, you guys are absolutely next level. Talk to a business owner who might say, you know what? I don't have time to do all this. You guys can do it for them. And I, I, I guys, I actually am a paying customer. I, I use this and Connor didn't ask me to give him a plug or anything like that. But I, I just want to let you guys know, cause people reach out to me and I'm like, man, Paul, you're crushing it. Well, I'm delegating the people who actually know what they're doing. So, so share what you do and how you can help my audience. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of people kind of ask, you know, why should I hire a video editor? I could just do it on my phone. Like I can add captions and, you know, there is so much like so many tools and so much AI out there now that it can do a lot of the work for you. But, um, two of the things that kind of, I always bring up is like, number one for my business, like I have a bookkeeper for my business. So I pay someone every month to manage my books, manage my finances, do all that work for me. I could easily do it in QuickBooks, but I don't necessarily have the knowledge or expertise to do that work. And I don't want to take the time every month to do all that work. I want someone to do it for me. I want them to send it to me and I'll review it. You know, So I think the same goes with video editing is sure you could do it on your own. You could probably get the job done, but it's going to take you quite a bit of time to do And that's not really what you're an expert in. You're an expert in lawn care. So focus more on that and delegate the other stuff to someone who can probably do a better job and save you a lot of time so you can do more work, you can get more business and ultimately grow your business. So um, yeah, it's kind of what I tell most people. And even with me, I delegate all my video editing to my team too. I don't edit hardly any of my own content just because you know, I got to run my business and I got to spend my time doing that. And if I can have a full-time editor who does this all the time, and they're probably a better editor than me now because they do it every day. Um, if I can delegate it to them, then it's just that much more efficient. So. Yeah, that's really good. And, and Connor has my endorsement guys. I've used his services. I think I started in August and uh, you guys did. I, I did a video for Lowe's. That's been the yeah. biggest sponsor that I worked with. They reached out Amazing. to me last summer and I was like, whoa, and I, yeah. you know, I got to go into the low store and like, you know, buy something and film it. And, and yep. it, it was really cool. Yeah. And uh, you guys have done so many other videos um, for me. 
And basically, I just upload the raw files and, and give some instructions, and then you guys um, return those, and then I, I, I publish them. And so um, I just think that when I look at guys' grids, Connor, a lot of times, like someone does a coaching call with me, I'll look them up beforehand. And I'm not trying to show sh- shade on anyone. I'm just, I've noticed this problem for so long. I'll go to someone's Instagram, Connor, and the grid of like nine potential posts, people only have like four or five. We're, we're not mm-hmm. talking about short form content. We're just talking about four or five raggedy pictures. And it's just like, there's so much opportunity there. If you had a nice portfolio of your work, and yeah. then if you really got people watching and following and your subscriber count, follower count was higher, if a customer sees that, then they're going to trust you better. Exactly. It all comes down to trust. I mean, when you're putting out valuable content there, um, even if you tell a client like how to, or a potential customer, how to do a certain job, like if you're giving them the tips and tools to accomplish cer- certain things to make their yard look better, there might be some that comes up that maybe they don't want to do or don't know how to do. And because you've provided all this value to them over time, they're going to hire you. Like without a doubt, like, um, you know, we hear like word of mouth and referral business is the best type of business, but really by creating content, you're creating that referral yourself because you're almost having a conversation every day with these potential customers, giving them value and they can take it and actually implement it and, improve their improve their yard, improve their landscaping. And then even on the other side, let's say someone finds you on Google or someone just, you know, finds you when they're searching for a, a lawn care business and they go to your Instagram and you have tons of content there of transformations, of yards that you've done, of tips and and tricks that they could use in their yard that improve the overall aesthetic and everything like that. Like that's who I would want to hire over someone who has no presence. I haven't consumed any content from, um, I don't understand what they're about or anything like that. So I think video content is, you know, one of the best ways you can build a connection with someone. So if you can just put consistent stuff out there on your Instagram, on Facebook and give people valuable tools, then they're going to be more likely to reciprocate, um, that value by doing business with you. Introducing Bravo Trailers Green Pro Enclosed Landscape Trailers, the ultimate solution for landscapers seeking a durable and reliable enclosed trailer. Part of Bravo's commercial quality pro-grade lineup, Green Pro Trailers have been engineered and tested for the rigors of daily landscape contractor use and abuse. With stronger frames, ramp doors, side doors, and other essential features, Bravo Trailers work harder and last longer providing you with up to twice the life of lesser brands. Trust Bravo for outstanding part support and a trailer that becomes a rolling billboard for your business. Visit bravoprograde.com to find your nearest dealer and see the difference for yourself. Again, that's bravoprograde.com. You wouldn't drive a car without suspension, so why would you mow without it? With racing-inspired, patented full suspension and integrated cutting decks, Ferris commercial mowers are engineered to deliver a quality cut faster, allowing professional landscapers to earn more profit and bragging rights. Ferris suspension is not just a feature or a marketing gimmick. It is a game changer that simply has to be experienced. True suspension changes everything. Visit ferrismowers.com today to find your nearest dealer. Ferris. Experience suspension.
Do you spend too much time worrying about the safety and security of your vehicles and machines? Are you tired of the hassle of building schedules and routes for your crews? Well, GPS Track It is here to help. They understand that keeping your assets safe and managing your crews efficiently are crucial tasks, but they don't have to be your job. Let GPS Track It take some of the mental load off with their cutting-edge tools, including real-time asset tracking, optimized routing, efficiency reports, and more. With GPS Track It, you can focus on your real job, building your business. So why wait? Visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to get started and experience peace of mind like never before. Are you in the market for a new high-performance mower? Look no further than the Kubota Z200. This mower combines quality, comfort, and ease of use all in one package. And now select models come with the new K-Ride Comfort System for optimized comfort. Experience the elevated zero-turn performance with the three-point system and choose from cutting decks ranging from 42 to 54 inches. Plus, the Kubota Z200 comes with Kawasaki engines. Don't wait to experience the difference for yourself. Visit KubotaUSA.com for more information and to find your local Kubota dealer. Very well said. And there's one guy who's doing a good job. My boy, Paul, down in Miami, Florida. He's the Miami landscaper. He posts all his jobs on there, does little time lapses, and then he just tells potential customers, like, hey, check out, check us out on Instagram. And then they see yeah. that, and they're like, wow, he's got a bunch of followers. Excuse me, he does ex- excellent work. And then, you know, he lands new jobs, and it just keeps going and going and going for him. So, yeah. What are some other tips, um, you know, when, when to publish, um, hashtags, like the, the nitty gritty, how can we stand out um, once we have a good video? What, what time of day do we publish? What do we put for the captions, the hashtags, things of that nature? Yeah. So is that like, you have to post at a specific time, you have to use specific hashtags, um, and everything like that. And really the only thing that I would say to that is, it's definitely platform specific. So TikTok and YouTube definitely uses um, your hashtags and your descriptions um, as searchable tools for their platform. So if someone's searching for Lawn Care Miami and you have in your videos on either TikTok or YouTube, Lawn Care Miami, like your videos are going to pop up because that's how those platforms work. Um, Instagram is not like that. Instagram doesn't... um, you know, rank hashtags, hashtags really don't matter on that platform. Um, I would even say hashtags don't really matter on TikTok, but as long as you have it in the description or the caption of your video, then that does just as well. Um, and then posting times really don't matter. If the video is good, it's going to get views. Um, you can, you know, try to optimize that by looking at your analytics and, you know, maybe the most uh, most of your followers are on the platform at noon. You can try to post at that time. But the thing is with reels now, your posts don't only go to your followers. You know, they go to everyone. They go to actually more non-followers than they do followers. So even if most of your followers are on at noon, that may not be the best time because it could be that, you know, most of the people are on at 8 PM, you know, but you don't see that. So Really, I don't think posting time really matters. It's more just creating high quality content and being consistent with it. Very well said, Connor. Um, I also want to pick your brain about YouTube. I, I know you mentioned Instagram, TikTok, Facebook for your top three, which surprised me. Um, 
with YouTube being being left out, um, what's your thought strategies about YouTube and more specifically YouTube Shorts? Yeah, I mean, I think YouTube Shorts is still still great. It's kind of one of those um, early times like it was on Instagram Reels with getting really high views because not a ton of people are posting on there. Um, The only difficult thing with YouTube is from Shorts, it's hard to kind of convert people because the YouTube platform, just the way it's set up, you don't really have like a specific profile with a link in your bio. And like, it's different than the other platforms. And I just know, like I said, since Gary's been really preaching in uh, Facebook reels lately, I'm just going to back that up. But YouTube shorts would come in a um, you know close race with Facebook reels right now. So I would definitely recommend, you know, if you can pick four, go with YouTube shorts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely don't sleep on it because there's a big opportunity there. Yeah, that's my personal strategy. I'm posting, I try to post, you know, frequently on YouTube shorts, YouTube in general, even long form and mid form content, um, Instagram, Facebook. And I just redid, I just re downloaded TikTok on my phone. So I, I had it. I, I just, that's the one as a, I, I forget who I heard this say this, but they said you want to be a creator, not a consumer. Like, mm-hmm. like, I mean, if you want to be a consumer, that's fine, but that's, I want to be a creator. I don't want to be a right. consumer. And somehow, man, TikTok sucks me in and I become a consumer yeah. and it gets me. And so I just delete it. And I'm like, you ain't getting me. But then yeah. I hear Gary's like, you gotta be posting. I'm like, all right, so now I'm, I got to figure out a way where I can get on post and not get sucked into scrolling and watching that nonsense. For sure. That, uh, that happens to me more on Instagram reels. It's funny you say that, but for on reels, for some reason, I think the way the platform works is just the fact that you can't pause reels. Like when you tap the video, it just mutes it, but it doesn't actually pause the video. You have to click and hold to pause it. Whereas on TikTok, you can click pause it. And then like, for me, it's like, okay, the video is done playing. I can swipe out of it. Like it's a lot easier or, um, a lot of the time on TikTok, as soon as an ad comes up, I'll just like scroll off and just like close out of the app. Um, but yeah, I, I know the feeling cause that's how I am with Instagram reels. It's just like, I can scroll and scroll and scroll. And I'm like, okay, I need to stop <laughs> at some point. Yeah. So I, now I forgot my question. Cause I was making a point about being a creator, not a consumer. I was talking about TikTok, YouTube. I, I had a question I wanted to ask you. Oh. I was going about I was YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Well, anyway, I, I know LinkedIn and, and and Pinterest and Twitter. I'm I'm not actively posting over there. Is that is that a mistake or I just I, it's so hard just to do the main four every day. Um, what are your thoughts on on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Pinterest? Because I've been hearing some people say I'm I'm leaving eyeballs on the table. Yeah, potentially. Um, I personally don't know much about Pinterest. I don't really spend time on there. Um, I know LinkedIn can be super beneficial. Um, I try to post on there somewhat consistently. Um, it's not on like my top three, but you know, every few days, like once or twice a week, I'll probably make a video post on there. Um, and then Twitter, I've been trying to get a little more active on. I made a challenge to myself. Um, I'm doing, I was going to do 30 video tips in 30 days, but since I'm not on Twitter all the time, I kind of forget about it sometimes, but I'm going to commit to 30 video tips. So I have a Twitter thread going. I'm on day six right now. So I'm doing 30 video tips. Um, So it's just something fun, new, different than I'm trying. Um, 
could be even something that, I mean, any business owner could do, right? Like if you're in lawn care, you do, you know, here's 30 tips to improve or even like 30 benefits to improving your, your landscaping, which could improve the sale of your home, curb appeal, like all these different things. It could be preventative, right? It could prevent future disasters by taking care of things now. So I don't know, just some thoughts there. That that's good to know. I uh, I think I might get get a Twitter account, and you basically can post a vertical video like you do on the other platforms over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. I'm doing more um written content, so I'll like just actually type things out. And then the thing that you could do though is, you know, you type something out, you can screenshot that, and then you could mm. post that screenshot as a reel yeah. on Instagram. So you can kind of take content and push it multiple ways and get more bang for your buck. Yeah. I see a lot of people doing that um, mm-hmm. for sure. That that's a popular trend. Yep. Um, I also want to talk about equipment. I see your fresh new uh, Sure SM7B there. Yeah. Sounding good uh, for guys who, and a lot of our audience, I mean, 50, they're in their fifties. And so it, it's hard to hear this young buck 30 something, you know, telling them they need to be on TikTok. but I'm, I'm saying it. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to the uh, video cameras, the audio, um, what is kind of bare minimum to get started a uh, recommendation? And then and then for someone who might want to invest, what, what's a good setup? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, if you're just filming kind of out in the field content of, um, you know, behind the scenes doing doing the jobs and stuff like that, iPhone is incredible now. Either, I mean, even the 12... It's totally fine. 13, 14 are great, but I film a lot of the content with my iPhone. Most Instagram reels are actually filmed with iPhones. Um, so you're not, you know, doing anything wrong by filming with your phone. A couple settings that I would tell you to optimize is, well, number one, always clean off your lens before you film. It's probably a big mistake a lot of people make. And especially if you're working outdoors, your lens can probably get pretty dirty. So just make sure you clean off your lens before you film. Um, and then make sure you're filming in 4k just to get the highest resolution. But really one of the most important parts of a video is going to be your audio. So if you're speaking to the camera at all, definitely make sure you have really good audio, whether that's getting really close to your, um, iPhone or investing in, um, a good wireless microphone to use. Um, you know, DJI makes a really good wireless microphone that you can just clip on, your shirt that way it doesn't matter how far you are away from your camera um you have crystal clean audio so that's that's definitely good and then if you're looking to invest you know past that point you know something like the sure sm7b for an indoor like desk podcast use is amazing um and then uh i use the sony zv1 camera which has given us issues now yeah, we've been lagging here. So for my audience listeners, uh, Connor's coming back as he's talking about camera recommendations. I don't know how good this one is. Here. I think uh, I think the issue is I have it running into my laptop dock, not directly into uh, my laptop. So I think that's slowing it down and I have to unplug it and plug it back in. I got you. Uh, so I'll have to fix that. But um, I currently have an iPhone 13 Pro. Do you think I should get the 14 Pro? Cause I, I mean, I, I do try to post every day. I want the best of the best. Um, yeah, I would say there's definitely a big difference from the 13 to the 14 for sure. The video quality on the 14 is insane. Um, and then the other cool setting on the 14 now is action mode. 
So let's say you're like, you know, riding on a lawnmower outside and you're kind of bouncing up and down. You can turn on action mode on your iPhone and it completely stabilizes the footage. So I use that a lot. Actually, when I'm out skiing with my friends, I'll turn on that mode and it's like completely stable, like no shakes or anything. So I think for that and a little higher video quality, the 14 is probably worth it. Fantastic. And for those uh, listening and watching that say, you know what, Paul, I got to I got to get it together. I got to take my whole video game, uh, social media game to the next level. How can people connect with you by, by following you on social media? You give a ton of good tips. I see a bunch of long guys starting to follow you now, growing green landscapes in there. I think Johnny Blades, the grass is falling yep. you. Um, do you guys make some of his videos? Some of his videos look like you made them. Um, no, we don't have any other long care people right now. I've talked to a few, um, a couple people just kind of waiting for, you know, spring. Yeah. I told Brian Fullerton to, to go me. I don't know why he hasn't pulled the trigger yet. Yeah. I think some of them are just kind of waiting for springtime, waiting for, you know, kind of business to really ramp up and, um, and get started then. But yeah, I've definitely talked to a few. Okay. Well, well, tell them, um, how to follow you on social media. And then for, for those of you who want to, you know, invest in making good quality content. I, I I have so many testimonies of people who have taken social media in our industry seriously and it's changed their business or in some cases their social media does so well, they have a decision to make. Am I going to do more of this or in abandon my lawn car? Just hanging out with Al Blades. The yeah. guy has made so much money. I know how much money, but I can't say it out loud. He has made so much money. It's ridiculous. Just through making videos on YouTube. Yeah. Um, of of it, and he never knew it was going to go like this, and now he's, um, he's rich. He's really rich, yeah, all because of social media. So anyway, you guys can do this too. Connor can help you. How can they connect with you? Yeah, uh, Connor Newell underscore underscore on Instagram. So C O N N O R Newell on Instagram uh, is probably the best way to reach me. And then my website verticalvideopro.com. Um, you can go there. Can you know, find more information on what we do and things like that. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell mean more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner. And never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, 
You impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.